Hello and welcome to Pilgrims Unfiltered, a bonus episode from the Pilgrims Podcast. My name's Archie and joining me today is Mark Lovell as we talk all things Finn as Az. Alrighty, good, good night, Mark Lovell, how are we doing? I'm fine, Archie, how are you? All the better for the recent development. Fantastic news, fantastic, Finn coming. Brilliant news. Are you in Finland? Yeah, it's uh, it's another brilliant signing, you know. I mean, I think we're we're being spoilt. We're being spoilt, yeah. This is another quality addition, and we know him. We know what he can add to the group, as they say in modern football parlance. Um, hopefully he gets back to the form that he showed us before his broken ankle against Shrewsbury in October, you know. He came back. He wasn't the same Finn as as, but, you know, I think once he settles down again, um, he enjoys his football under Stephen Schumacher, and I'm I'm very hopeful that he can adjust to life in the Championship like he did to League One last season. And, you know, league, he was a player of the season in League Two with, with Newport, he had strong campaigns with Cheltenham there as well as a lone player from West Brom and then with us. So I expect this this to be a, a, like a loan-to-buy deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because he's he signed a new contract with Villa and then immediately gone out on loan. And it's been rumoured for a while and you wonder if that's been what's held it up, the new contract at Villa. Um, so it'd be really curious to see where we are in 12 months' time with him. Hopefully all goes well. Yeah, like you say, who knows what's in the pipeline there? Well, we can't, you know, we can't expect to buy, you know, Villa will be expecting, you know, if if we want to buy him, it's going to cost them, cost us another million quid. And we can't, we can't do that. Nah. It's unrealistic. Yeah. So, so we have to loan, we have to loan Finazaz and that's yeah, hardly, no, absolutely. that's hardly, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's good news for us heading into the new season. It's a player that we know. We know his talents. Um, you know, he can hit the ground running. You know, he started the season very strongly. Um, last season, hopefully he can do it again. He may not start. Yeah, no, day. I'm a big, I'm a big, um, I'm a big believer in, in that, you know, not having to start from scratch with a player, especially when he's alone. That's usually, you know, half the deal. You have to really start from scratch and you're only with him for 12 months. You know, he's a known quantity. He knows Shui, we know him. And to have three signings like that, I think it's a huge bonus, huge bonus. And of course, he's missed all the preseason. He's coming two, three days before Huddersfield. Who knows how much you'll play in that game. So usually you'd be expecting a sign like him to, you know, take a month or so to fit in. And he may well do. But from a tactical perspective, hopefully that won't be the case. Um, so yeah, for me, that's a huge positive. Yeah, I don't know how much he's been playing for Villa. You know, we know Warrington had had played a. You know, he he'd got game time forever, and so he he can fit in right away. I'm not sure how much Finn has been active under Emery at Aston Villa. So he's probably been on the fringes training and training. So he'll need some, yeah. need some game time to get match fit. Yeah, and now we spoke about those three that have come back and. 
one underlying factor is that they've all clearly had a fantastic time previously at home park and as cliche as it sounds this idea of that we've really got something going down at Argyle and this togetherness within the playing squad there's something there you know and players are really buying into it and the fact that they're coming back to me speaks volumes it's not just one you know coming back Morgan Whitaker coming back is great and saying you know Shuey's great I love it then having that times by three there's something in that, and we're going to need it this season. It's going to be tough. It's going to, I think it's going to be really, really tough. Of course it is. We're going up a league, going to a huge, huge money-filled league. We're going to need that togetherness more than ever. So more good news for me. We're going to have to start. That. Yeah, we're going to have to start the season quickly, you know, get the wins in the bank. Yeah, we don't want to be uh, struggling early doors. We want to use the momentum that we're going into the season with as League One champions and start with a win on Saturday and go from there and then go, you know, take three, 4,000 fans to Watford and pick up, a, pick up another three points then and then you're top of the league. Let's go. Let's have it. Uh, turn our attention back to Finn and well, Finn as last season specifically. And I need to hold my hands up on the last pod or actually on a pilot pod, but I think we released a clip. Tom and I, we weren't too sure on Finn. You know, we weren't too sure on him and we thought it probably wasn't as cut and dry as, yeah, he's fantastic. Let's get him back ASAP. However, in preparation for this evening, I've looked at a few facts and they're genuinely, they blew me away, to be honest. And I know reading out facts on a podcast isn't the, isn't the most entertaining listening, but bear with me for a sec. High, highest chances created by some way with 57 and Adam Randall's in second place with 48. Highest um, assists, Holder, whatever the term is, with nine. I mean, those two things are, for me, really, really impressive. And then also, possession one in the final third, first place. Uh, so we're getting a really exciting attacking midfielder. Um, and seeing those stats in detail, what well, was kind of shut me up, to be honest, from what I said previously about him. However, undoubtedly, he did tail off towards the end of the season. Hopefully, whatever was going on there, you know, he's put that injury to bed. But looking at those numbers, it's hard not to get excited. How do you feel about those? Well, I think if we hadn't assigned Morgan Whitaker and Bally Mumbo, we would be besides ourselves with joy that we're getting Finn's yeah. eyes back. But we, like I said before, we've been spoiled, rotten by yeah. signing Whitaker and Bally Mumbo. So maybe, you know, we're a little bit, oh, oh shit. You know, the expectations are definitely more realistic for a player like um, Finazaz. He's not coming, he's not going to feel the same sort of pressure maybe as Morgan Whitaker and Bali Mumba because we signed them for a million quid each. He's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's just a lone player. He's not going to be burdened with the same weight of expectations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mo- Mo- Morgan Whitaker and Bali Mumba are entrenched in our history for forever. Now, aren't they? He he isn't thus far, like you say, a loan signing just isn't that big of a deal. Um, but yeah, those numbers to me are impressive, and especially because he was out for, for what three, four months, and then to still have the top number of assists at the club, hugely impressive. Um, so yeah, let's hope hope it continues. You, so looking towards the next season, obviously he did very well last season. Hence, we got him back on a season long loan. He's not going to be starting at Huddersfield or when Huddersfield visit us, rather. 
Well, I'd be amazed if he does. I haven't. Chewy hasn't tipped me off, but I don't think he will be starting. However, can we see him starting in the near future? I have to put in the performances in training and uh, catch Shuey's eye. Um, he's definitely the sort of player that you can see as a regular starter in the championship. You know, he just needs to recapture that form that. You know, that showed everybody what he can do up to that point against Shrewsbury when he got, yeah, he got a, he was on the receiving end of a very poor challenge and got that busted ankle. Yeah. He was flying up until yeah. then. He was yeah, he arguably was. flying more than Morgan Whitaker. Oh, you was. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, let's, let's hope he can get back to that um, type of form. And if he doesn't even reach those heights, he's still a quality player. Yeah, and he's got an yeah. eye for goal. He got eight goals last season. Yeah, in 38 appearances, which is a decent, tidy return. You know, he's got a real mm. eye for goal. He's a quality finisher. We saw that in the very first um, game of last season against Barnsley, set us on the road, and he finished the job off at Port Vale with the last goal of the season as well. And that was a equally as good a finish. Yeah, he's got yeah. he's he can finish with a plum. As they say. Oh no! The, yeah, the finners as showreel yeah. on YouTube as um some viewers. I like the way he passes the ball into the net on it. You know, he passes the ball into. Yeah. That. I like that. That's what you know Cosgrove did on occasion as well. Yeah, I like that. I mean, with him now back, our attacking options. I can't think of a better Argyle attacking lineup, arguably ever. To be honest, Callum Wright, Morgan Whitaker, Bali Mumba, Ryan Hardy. And now Finizaz. I mean, it's doesn't it takes some beating that. I mean, of course, it's got to work. <laughs> I've got to deliver on the state on the big stage that is the championship in a new formation. It some, if not all of them, in a new position. But it's exciting. Absolutely. You know, the idea of going to Home Park to see that talent. Of course, we've had Carey Limirez in the past, but you're going to see one or two. You know, now to have that quartet up front. Even more, one of them coming off the bench. Well, I gave my prediction on uh, on Sunday, Archie, and it was sixth. And I think you know that was very conservative on in hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's. Well, that, that brings us on nicely because I was I've got written down here um, has these signings and people like me going on about our best our best attacking lineup of all time. Has it raised our expectations to an, an unhealthy level? Yeah, I mean, I'm I am dreaming a little bit with that, but we go into the season a little. Yeah, I mean, if you can't be confident going into this season as League One champions and with the signings that we made, and on the back, we sh- we should be able to make Home Park a fortress again. And if you can win your home games. Predominantly, when you yeah, I mean, there's being there's, there's being confident, and then they're saying we're going to yeah. predicting top six um, is conservative, isn't there? Well, I mean, that's that's sixth. Others, other people have tipped eighth or ninth. Yeah, I mean, there's very yeah. little difference between that. It's fine margins, a win here and there. Um, let's win on Saturday. Proverbial, we'll take it a game at a time. There's absolutely no reason why we can't beat Huddersfield on Saturday and go to Watford and uh, full of confidence, you know. And then we're going to sign a striker. Yeah, let's see who that is. Yeah, who's that going to be? Who's this knockout striker that we're going to sign? 
yeah, we have to sign a striker. We can't go into the season with um, Ben Wayne and Ryan Hardy. Yeah, no, absolutely. And he, I mean, we would, we knew we had two big more signings to come. We're now halfway there. We've got Finn. We've got Finn as in the building. So there's one more to go and it's clearly going to be a striker. Presume, presumably alone. Now we're at this point in the transfer market. Who knows who it's going to be? We've got Cosgrove gone. Ennis has gone. Two kind of hold up style strikers, physical. So I'm presuming we're going to go down that route because Ryan Hardy and Ben Wayne, they're not that. Um, but yeah, no, I've got full faith. We'll do it. We'll get someone in that meets the requirement. I mean, I would like to unpack that a bit more with you, though, backtracking a minute or two. Those expectations, not necessarily you, but just of a fan base of a whole. I mean, they're now through the roof. 101 points, incredible. Champions, amazing. Two million pound signing players, unheard of. And now Finazaz is back. I mean, expectations are going through the roof. And you could say understandably, but we do possibly need to bring ourselves back down to earth just a bit. Because otherwise we could be in October and people are getting the hump because we're not, you know, knocking on promotion. Knocking on the door of promotion, rather. I don't think we can afford to look that far ahead. I think we just got to take it no. game at a time. Let's let's beat Collins' team. Let's beat Huddersfield, and uh, that's all you can do. I mean, I'm sure Shuey's got everything under control. We have to trust him and it, and his methods. And he's the players want to play for him. You know, this is a backing. You know, the likes of Whitaker, Mumba, and Azaz coming back to the club. That's a real shot in the arm for him as a coach that they want to work for him and his progressive methods. Yeah. And hopefully, yeah, and that's a great point you've raised because hopefully it might even add longevity to the Shuey reign at Argyle. This is a huge summer for him because he's been backed massively. You know, absolutely. I don't, he may even not, he could have foreseen this, you know, the, the financial backing that he's received. So hopefully, and I'm kind of riffing in, dreaming slightly, you know, he's starting to think, you know, this, this is a serious club. I mean, he, of course he thought that before, but I'm poorly articulating myself, but you know what I mean? You can maybe see a bit more of a project longer term now, going forward up the up the championship. Because I, I didn't see this coming. I didn't see this summer coming at all. Yeah, it's a massive contrast. I remember when we, we were struggling to pay transfer fees, I think we signed like one of the players out of the blue that we paid money for back in the dark days was like Nathan Blissett we played like 50, yeah. 50 grand for we scraped together yeah. Derek Adams never got yeah I mean, he got his budget but he was not able to sign players for money generally yeah well rewind 12 months ago and we were buying um, Matt Butcher and Mikhail Miller both on a free and then we got the rest of, the rest of them alone so you know yeah this is this is these are crazy times but and if you can't dream of a sixth place pin, uh, finish after all that, I think, you know, I mean, we, us Argo fans, we are very fickle, let's face it. Mm. You know, it doesn't take much for us to to, to lose our shit. But, I mean, these, before the season starts, we have to be positive, you know? Yeah, you know, you're right. And I think it's just being positive, but then not, you know, getting on the team's back if sixth place, sixth place uh, finish doesn't come to fruition. Well, yeah, that's I mean, the... Yeah, I mean, I was at a few games last season at Home Park and I was amazed by how subdued the atmosphere was. Yeah, and we were top of the league. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's I don't know, you can't explain that. 
but that, when you come to days like that, expectation to win and all that, and it, yeah, it creates a funny atmosphere. Absolutely, you know. I think the home park crowd thrives on a little bit of edge and uh, a bad referee, and you know, an opposition you, that you really dislike or, or a manager that you don't like. It can get a bit tame else. Yeah, especially when you're yeah. like, for example, Forest Forest Green last season. It was it was very quiet that day because they're bottom of the league and they're going to go down, and we're top of the league and we expect to win. And the atmosphere. I mean, it's, it's hard to get excited about Forest Green coming to town, isn't it? You know, I mean, but that's I mean, I mean that kind of seriously. To be honest, when they're bringing a hundred top, you know, no more than a hundred fans, the atmosphere is not great, and that's going to be the fantastic thing about the championship is when you got probably every team bringing around. You know, okay, a, a thousand or so. The atmosphere is just going to be ten times better. Absolutely, ten times better. Yeah, and especially when it's a Leeds in the away end, whoever, even you know, struggling West Brom, it's just going to the atmosphere is going to be. Hopefully, will be fantastic. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, it's ever so exciting. Um, it really is. I can't believe all three of them have come back. I really can't. Yeah. It'll be a summer that we'll probably forever remember. You know, can't, can it get much better than this? I don't know. Well, it can because Michael Cooper will be back soon, hopefully, and the, the mm. best best keeper in the EFL. So, and then you've got four, five with Randall. You've got four or five top quality players there. Well, we've got now probably one of the most exciting young teams in the EFL. And you know, you think about that spine we've now got of young, young yeah. talent. And luckily, Finn is kind of the only one of them who's on loan. So they're all major assets to our club financially, apart from Finn. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. And we haven't seen the likes of Cleggy and Lewis Gibson. And they look, to me, they look like real quality defenders as well. So, yeah. you know, obviously, yeah. Expectations for me are really, you know, it's, it's a dangerous levels of positivity for Mark Lovell, that's for sure. But uh, <laughs> nosebleed, nosebleed. Yeah, it's really exciting times. Really exciting times. Brilliant. Yeah, call me negative. I'll be aiming for that forty-point mark, and then after that, everything's a bonus. Pressure's off. That doesn't mean I think we can't do better. I think we could do very well. But my personal you know, aim, goal will be, you know, let's get to that 40-point mark ASAP. Enjoy each each game. Enjoy the ride. I can't wait to be having those teams visiting. I just can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. All right. We're starting to whittle. We're starting to ramble. We'll leave it there. Any final points from you, Mark? No, let's, let's, let's call, it, call it quits and look forward to a win on Saturday against Huddersfield. So can I? Have, I think you gave me one on the on the other pod, but let's go again. What are your predictions for for um for Huddersfield? One nil. Yeah, uh, Finn yeah. Has coming off the bench to score, <laughs> like he did last season up. against Barnsley. The link up with Morgan and Barley. Fantastic. And Warnock sent right. off. <laughs> yeah, sent off. Yeah, and he doesn't get the opportunity to stand in the behind the Mayflower this time. He's no. sent off for abusing an official. All right. Happy days. I'll speak to you soon. Take care, mate. Thanks, Archie. Okay, there you have it. Exciting times indeed. We hope you enjoyed that wee bonus part. It's a bit raw, a bit rough around the edges, but we enjoyed doing it and we hope you enjoyed listening to it. 
We'll be back recording next Sunday and hopefully discussing a successful uh, three points against Huddersfield. Until then, take care.